all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the whoa with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. Shalom, what's going on, everybody? Come on in. It is Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. Come on in, whatever platform that you're on. Come on in, like this video, tell me where you're watching from, and share this video. I see Atlanta in the house, Greenwood Village, which is in Denver, in the house. Come on, wherever you are at, come on in, and uh, let's make sure that we say, rest in Virginia, good to see you. Come on in, everybody. It is Monday night. That means it's time to command your week with the power of prayer. We gather together every single Monday night for one hour to pray. And uh, and we get a hold of the week before the week gets a hold of us. It's a spiritual principle. And the Bible says uh, that a day actually begins the night before. So the Bible says in the evening and the morning where the first day, so on and so forth. So when we gather together to pray, what we're doing is we're getting a hold of the week before the week gets a hold of us. We're getting a hold of the day before the day gets a hold of us. It's a pattern of prayer that you see Jesus practice. All right. You see the Lord practice this pattern uh, of prayer. The Bible will often say he got up early before the sun and then he began to reset some things in the spirit realm um, that were set up against him. Can I just get you to type that word reset? When you pray, what you're doing is you're resetting anything that was set against you. Do you hear me? You are resetting anything that was set against you. All right. Omaha, good to see you. Centennial, good to see you. Aurora, good to see you. Marietta, that's Atlanta, good to see you. Denver, good to see you. Happy Valentine's Day. Let me say happy Valentine's Day uh, to everybody. Indiana, good to see you. To everybody, interestingly enough, if you study um, the origin of this day, it actually comes from a particular uh, Christian martyr um, who was referred to as Saint Valentine. And so um, the history of this day is fairly interesting. But nonetheless, uh, it's a day where many people celebrate their love. Can I just get you to say this? I love God. Come on. Can we celebrate that? I love the Lord. At the end of the day, the Bible says that God is love. So while many people hate Longwood, Texas, uh, when somebody says over here, I'm so depressed, need prayers and help. We got you tonight. Stay on here, Vina, V-I-N-A. Stay on here tonight and you're going to get exactly what you need to lift you up. All right. You're going to get exactly what you need to lift you up. I love God. So check me out. You cannot watch me. You cannot love anyone else. Look at me. And you cannot love yourself unless you first love God. Since God is love, you cannot say my love so 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 baby, the best you have for them is strong light. If you do not love God, come on, let's start prayer tonight by declaring our love for the Lord. Father, we honor you and we bless you, sir. We give you honor tonight and we thank you, God, that we get to love you. And yes, we say get to because God, you are amazing. You are incredible. 
You are unmatched. You are incomparable. There is none like you. There is none beside you. And we tell you tonight that we love you. We tell you tonight that we are grateful. We tell you tonight that we are thankful. We love you. You said that the greatest commandment would be to love the Lord our God with all our heart, all our mind, all our soul, all our strength. So God, we let you know on this day where many are celebrating love, that Father, we celebrate our love for you and your love for us. It is agape love. That is the type of love that God has for humans, that God has for us. It is an unconditional love. It is a love that says, despite what you've done, what mistakes you've made, how you may have messed up, how you didn't do this right, that right, I still love you. And we say, thank you, God, for your love for us. Come on, can I get you to tell him thank you on prayer tonight? We tell you, thank you, God, for your love for us. And Father, we reciprocate and give you love. That means, Father, you said that if we loved you, that we would keep your commandments. We would keep your commandments. And so, Father, we tell you uh, that we will honor your word. That's John 14 and 15. You said that if we loved you, it would not just be in lip service. It would not just be in us saying it, but it would be in us showing it by doing our best to honor what you said, by making what you said important to us. So tonight, God, on this day where many are celebrating love, we thank you for your love. But Father, we give you the love from us that you deserve. You deserve us being consistent. You deserve us being reliable. You deserve us not being perfect, but being faithful. And tonight, God, we say that we would keep your word. Commandments, there's bigger than just the Ten Commandments that are issued. In Exodus, Father, by keeping your word, it means the entirety of your word. It means, Father, that we make what's important to you important to us. And so, Father, we thank you tonight that we receive your love and then we give you love. We receive your love and we give you love. And we know that all things work together, what? For the good of them that would love him. Romans 8.28 is connected to our love for you. Romans 8.28 is a direct view of how we love you. You said all things work together for the good for them that love the Lord. So we love you tonight, God. And because we love you, we know, God, that all things are working. Come on, I need you to type that on the screen. All things are working. All things are working for our good tonight. The good is working for our good. The bad is working for our good. The ugly is working for our good. All things are working together for our good. And the fact that they work together, that means that all things come together in a harmonious arrangement. That means, God, that you will take something that doesn't make sense and you will take something that's confusing and you will take something that's befuddling and you will take a vicissitude. That means a challenge. You will take something that's aggravating. You will take something that's frustrating. You will take something that feels like discouragement. You will take anxiety. You will take what feels like depression. You will take what looks like a negative and you will make it work together with something else. You're the master detail-oriented God. You're the God that specializes in making bad recipes good ones. You're the God that specializes in turning bad decisions into the best decision. You're the God that takes what hurts us deepest and you make it help us the most. You are that God. And tonight we say thank you. And tonight we honor you for that. In the name of Jesus, we ask that you forgive us for all of our sin, those committed knowingly and unknowingly tonight, God. We ask that you forgive us for our sin. That is to miss the mark. Every mistake that we've made, we cover it under the blood. Father, that's why even on this day uh, of Valentine's Day, God, where many are celebrating and they use red as a color to signify love because red signifies passion. 
and desire. But guess what? Red is also blood, which means, Father, we are covered under your love. So you cover our sin. You do not hold our sins against us. You do not hold our sins against us. And we are thankful for that, God. We thank you, Lord, that when you see us, you see us like this sweatshirt or this uh, hoodie I have on. That we are covered under the blood. You do not see our mistakes. You do not see our failures. You do not see our stupid decisions. Here it is. You do not see our rebellion. You do not see our dishonor. You do not even see, God, the moments where we have blatantly just said we're going to do our own thing. You do not see us that way. But God, you see us covered. We ask for forgiveness tonight for our iniquity. That is the generational sin that's been passed down and around. Forgive us, God, for being a curse perpetuator when you, in fact, call us to be a curse breaker. We declare that we are the curse breakers. Any curse that's been active in our bloodline, any curse that's been active in our family, we are the end of that. 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 There's a period and the period is us. Come on. I need you to type that on the screen. I am the period. There's a period on every curse. What is a curse? It is an empowerment to fail. It is an empowerment not to succeed. It is a generational curse. It is a dysfunctional pattern of behavior that's passed down and around. We got, we are the period. That means that we are the end of every single curse. And finally, God, we ask that you forgive us tonight for all of our uh, transgression. That is where we have willfully deviated from what we knew to be correct. Where we have willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. God, forgive us for knowing to go right, but going left. Forgive us for knowing to keep going and stopping. Forgive us for knowing to stop and keep going. Forgive us for running our mouths when we should have been quiet. Forgive us for being quiet when we should have opened our mouths. Forgive us for holding our praise back because we were angry. Forgive us for holding our worship back because we were frustrated. Forgive us, God, for complaining because we could not see how you were working things together. Forgive us for complaining. Uh oh, let's spend some time right there. Forgive us for complaining because we could not see how you were making things work. Forgive us for complaining because we could not see how you were making things work. Forgive us for complaining because we could not see how you were making things work. Forgive us for complaining because we could not see how you were making things work. Forgive us for complaining because we could not see how you were making things work. And we thank you for it. Now, let's come up for breath. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen right there. Listen, guys, if you're just coming in, like this video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video. When you share, people get saved. And over 70 some out folks so far this year, we've been able to record. So it's been more than that. Those are just the hands that we can count online and on campus um, that we've been able to record that have given their lives to the Lord. Hey, listen, if you, uh, if you haven't shared yet, share. When you share, people get saved. When you share, people get saved. Again, I say uh, happy Valentine's Day. Uh, if you're just coming in, uh, again, uh, it's not a scriptural or biblical day um, by any means, by any means or any sort of the imagination, but it is certainly a day where many people set aside um, to uh, celebrate love. So we celebrate. How do we start tonight? Our love for God and God's love for us. Um, in prayer, um, the Lord gave me some specific things that we are to pray about tonight. Before I get to that, can I give you a couple of announcements? Who grew up old school church? So they used to have an announcements clerk wave at me. And the announcements clerk would get up and say, and today's announcements are as follows. And then they read up the announcements for church for that day. Um, so allow me today to be the uh, announcements clerk for just a moment uh, and bring a few things to your attention. Number one, if you don't have our app, get our app. How do you get it? Text the word harvest on the phone number 877 552 
646. Can I get a few of you to put that on every platform? We welcome everybody on both Facebook pages, both YouTube pages, both Instagram pages, both Twitter pages, Twitch, the Harvest app, our website, as well as the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network and the podcast. Some of y'all are laughing because you remember those announcements, clerks. All right. And today's announcements are as follows. All right. Um, listen, text Harvest to 877-552-4746. Get our app. Our app is the best way to stay connected. Please do not depend on social media to stay connected to Harvest. Um, you want to make sure you get our app. It's the best way to stay connected, predicated upon what platform you're on. You either see it on the screen. If you're on one of the Instagram pages, uh, somebody, they're going to type it in and then I'm going to be able to pin that for you. Let me also shout out the eight of you on the Bishop Foreman Instagram that have already used um, badges to sew tonight. Much love. Appreciate you. Uh, faithful givers flourish. All right. I just need some of y'all to put it on the chat for me over here so that I can pin that. Uh, let me also say this. Um, so here's our week. So tomorrow night, let me just give you what's going on this week. Tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Mountain Time, that's 11 p.m. Eastern Time, I'm going to give you a preview. Thank you. I'm going to give you a preview. Uh, for some reason, you all, I can't see it. When you put it over here, it's not letting me see it. So on the Harvest Search Instagram, can I get you to type it again? Because for some of, uh, all right, you all are saying you're putting it up, but it's not letting me see it. So if I could just get you to do it again or maybe type it a little different, maybe it's blocking it or something, and I don't know why, all right? Um, let me say this. Um, um, it's tomorrow night at 9 o'clock Mountain, 11 o'clock Eastern, we have a preview of Wednesday Night Live's uh, work. It's going to be fantastic. Um, it is going to be a little bit of a twist. It's going to be a twist uh, to this series that we've been in and the month that we are in. Come on. Can I just type that on the screen? Twist. It's going to be a twist. All right. It's going to be phenomenal. Um, then on Wednesday night, Wednesday night, we've got Wednesday Night Live. Um, it's our Bible study night. Uh, but the reality is, is that you all know it is a full-blown experience, uh, and the Lord's going to move in a powerful way. Somebody said the clerk had glasses, right? And they always will pull the glasses down and look over them like that, if you remember that. Or they pull them up and look under them. It's going to be a twist on Wednesday night in this series. I'm going to throw something that's going to be like, whoa, where'd that come from? All right, uh, on this Wednesday, that's going to be phenomenal. Then um, on Friday night, we're going to be in Atlanta, Georgia for a Friday night fire. Uh, if you're in Atlanta, I need you to get registered. We have limited seating. We have limited seating, so I need you to get registered so we can make sure that we can serve you, all right? So uh, we need you to get registered. How do you register? You're going to text H-C-A-T-L, the 877-552-4746. Can I get a few of you on the Harvest Church of Bisforma Instagram to put that up? You're going to text H-C-A-T-L for Harvest Church Atlanta, 877-552-4746. Listen, this is not the launch of the church in Atlanta. Listen, this is not the launch. This is, in fact, the very first interest service is what it is, right? But interest service, we were calling it that, and then we just said, let's call it Friday Night Fire, because interest service doesn't sound, <laughs> you know, it's, that's not appealing, right? So it's a Friday Night Fire, and that's what we're going to do. Um, and what should you expect? Number one, you should expect great people. Uh, I have got um, a many of our dream team. Now, listen to me. I didn't ask. This is what blessing me. I didn't ask any of our team to come with me to Atlanta. I didn't ask anybody. Um, what blesses me as a shepherd is to see how many dream teamers are coming and they're coming on their own. Thank you. I don't know why. So for some of you, all, there's something that's blocking when you all are putting things over here on the Harvest Church Instagram. It's not letting me see um, when you're putting the phone number and stuff like that. So I don't know uh, why it's doing that. But nonetheless, we're going to keep it moving. Um, so that's this coming Friday. Um, it's going to be amazing. 
listen to me, it's the very first interest service, all right? So we are going to, uh, Mrs. What's Coming by Had an Emergency, but we'll be praying for you. It's the very first interest service um, there in Atlanta as we start building the team. And, uh, and so we're going to build. I started this location with zero peoples. <laughs> you got it? Um, and we've seen God do something amazing. Uh, and so, uh, I can take, I can take nothing and turn it into something. I'm anointed for that. Come on. Can I get you to just speak this over your own life? Um, that you have the anointing to take nothing and turn it into something. Can I get you to say that I can take nothing and turn it into something? Can I get a few of you to type that? I can take nothing and turn it into something. Come on, speak that with authority. I can take nothing and turn it into something. Father, that has a name. That is the apostolic anointing. That has a name. That is the anointing to pioneer. That has a name. That is the anointing to build. And we decree and we declare in the name of Jesus, Father, that we are anointed to take nothing and turn it into something. We are anointed, God, to take bad hands and play them well. We are anointed, God, to take what doesn't seem significant uh, to others, but make it something significant. We are anointed to take mustard seeds and turn them into gardens. We are anointed uh, to take baked canvases and turn them into masterpieces. We are anointed to take a few notes and make a symphony. We are anointed in the name of Jesus to take an idea and turn it into an empire. We are anointed to take a talent and turn it into something terrific. We are anointed, God, uh, to take, like the scripture says in Job, where it says, do not despise the day of your small beginnings uh, because your ladder will be greater than Zechariah 4 and 10. Uh, do not despise small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. In Job, he says, though your beginning may was uh, may have been small, though your beginning may have been small, watch me, he says, but your latter will be greater. That's Job 8 and 7. And so we thank you, God, that we are anointed. We are not afraid of a challenge. Come on. And he said, type that on the screen. Let the Lord know. We are not afraid of a challenge. We are not afraid of, of, of what looks difficult to others. We are not afraid. We are not afraid, but Father, we are well able. You told Joseph, you said, be, or, uh, 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 Joshua, you said, be strong and courageous. So tonight, God, we declare that we are strong and we are courageous now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Come on, I just need you to type Selah on the screen. Selah is similar to amen, S-E-L-A-H, but Selah means, Selah means, uh, God, you said it, I believe it, that settles it. God, you said it, I believe it, that settles it. Listen, um, tonight as we go into prayer, and there's a few things, few assignments the Lord gave us in prayer tonight, all right? Here's the first thing. Um, it, literally, I just made reference to it, but I want to, I want to, uh, I want to, I want to go into it um, in the book of Joshua. In the book of Joshua, now you see where Moses uh, has now passed away, and when Moses passes away, uh, his spiritual son, uh, now Joshua, takes over. Joshua, pay attention. Joshua is actually given his name uh, by Moses. Pay attention. Joshua's original name was Hoshea which means the Lord can save. His man of God, uh, Moses, renamed him and gave him the name Joshua, which means God has saved. Pay attention. This, the difference in the wording is significant. Um, so I want to start with this because some of you, watch me, 
your prayers are always future oriented, never present oriented. Uh, in other words, you're always saying something that's getting ready to happen, but what you're never doing is saying that it's happening. I need you to make this declaration and say, it's happening for me now. Come on. It's happening for me now. Um, the significance in, in is very subtle, but it's very spiritual. It's very subtle, but it is very significant. Pay attention. Uh, because what his father named him means God can save. God can save. He's the son of none, N-U-N, which when you do the etymology, etymology excuse me, of that word in Hebrew, that literally means he's the son of limitations. Stop. He literally is God can save, but you're limited. You better come on here. Joshua's name, Joshua, the son of none. We don't know his last name. We just know who he's the son of. So he's referred to as Joshua, the son of none. That's the totality of the identity we see of him. Pay attention. His name literally means God can save, but you have limitations. And tonight, the Lord gave me an assignment in prayer. Watch me. That we have to change our words so that we are not speaking future tense, but we are speaking present tense. It's happening now. Come on. It's not getting ready. Come on. Say it's happening now. It is not about to manifest. It's manifesting. Come on. I need you to get that. Say, Lord, give me the grace to speak present tense. Father, in Jesus name tonight. We ask that you give us the grace to speak in present tense. We pray, God, that tonight you give us the grace to not declare something that is about to happen, but to decree and declare that it has already happened. It has already transpired. It is already coming forth. In the name of Jesus, you literally renamed Joshua. You changed his entire name. So to go from something can happen to it has happened. Pay attention. It is not even God just that we are speaking present tense, but help us to speak about the present as if it's the past. Come on, prayer. Help us to speak about the present as if it's the past. So not only, watch me, not only are you debt free, watch me, you've been debt free. Come on. Not only is your entire family getting saved, watch me, your entire family has been saved. You literally changed his name so that every time somebody said Hoshea, you were saying God can save. But when they said Joshua, it was God has saved. So every time somebody spoke his name, you were speaking past tense what was happening in the present. You were speaking past tense what was happening in the present. You were speaking past tense what was happening in the present. So, Father, we take a clue from your word and we speak right now the same way you changed Joshua's name. We pray that you change our vocabulary. Come on. Change the words that come out of our mouth. Change the way that we pray. Change the way that we speak. Change the way that we deal with things. And we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Come on. Can I get you to say this? I need you to speak some things that have not happened yet, and I need you to type them on the chat as if they've already happened. I got further scripture to back that up. The Bible says that he calls things that be not as though they, watch me, were. Not are, but were. Not are, but were. That's Romans 4 and 17. You know when you're praying with Bishop Foreman, we're going to pray the word. We're not going to pray opinions. We're not going to pray what I think. We're going to pray the word. Pay attention. He calls things that be not present as though they were past. So what God does is God speaks into the present as if something has already passed. God speaks into the present as if something has already passed. I need you to type some things on the screen. Come on. My children have been saved. Come on. I've been a successful business owner. Hannah and her baby Watch me. Got to make it past sense. Have been healthy. The Lord delivered me from my troubles. 
I've been the lender and not the borrower. Come on. I am, I am, I, listen, I've been healed, healthy, and whole. Come on, come on. I've already excelled at my new job. Come on, let's go. And a new hiring training and exceeding all expectations set for me in my new role. I am already the biggest giver in the church, in my church. Come on, I need you, I need you to get this. The Lord literally uses his man of God, Moses, to change his name. I pray that tonight, if I'm your man of God, and even if you're not part of Harvest, you're part of extended family. I pray that you would be like a Joshua, that your name would even shift from something can happen and something will happen to past tense, that something has already happened. Something has already happened. Something has already happened. Something has already happened. I feel like going up now. Something has already happened in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Okay, that's the first piece. All right. How many of you just learning about his name? You got your mind blown. If that's you, do the mind blown emoji. If that's you, do the mind blown emoji. Do the mind blown emoji. Do the mind blown emoji. If that's you, just about his name. Literally, God used Moses, his man of God, to change his name. You got to hear me. Those of you where you are connected to Harvest in any way, shape, form, or fashion, as your man of God, I pray your name would be exactly what God has ordained for you. Hmm. I pray your name would be a name. Come on, look. I see you. I see you. I see you. I pray that your name, I pray that your name would literally be something fresh and new this year, even for you. Even for you. I call you the curse breaker. I call you the history maker. I call you the line crosser. I call you the boundary breaker. This is who we are in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Literally, that's the first thing you need to know about Joshua, is that Joshua was not his name. Moses gave him that name. Moses gave him that name, right? Here's the second thing. I learned tonight what my son's name truly means. Come on, entrepreneur. That's amazing. Now watch me. Here's the second thing. Here's the second thing. Um, he was the son of none. He was the son of none. So literally, when his father named him, they named him, God can say, but you have limitations. Um, here we go. You ready? I want to pray tonight for the things that have been limiting you, for the things that have been limiting you. And I need you to look at me. I need you to look at me. For most of us, the things that have limited us, look at me, have literally only been limitations in your mind. They've only been limitations in your mind. So here's what the second part of what I need to cover with this Joshua thing um, in prayer is that the limitations that are in you be lifted. The limitations that are in you be lifted. The limitations that are in you be lifted. Um, if you were to study Joshua, and I did um, last year, one of our series, we did, we dealt with Joshua a whole bunch um, because I, I last year's thing, 2021, was set it off. And we talked about how when the children of Israel were at the Red Sea, the Red Sea represented their past. Red Sea literally means fourth quarter or, or the end of a storm and the storm's ending, which means the storm's about to be over and you know it because the storm is the worst. All right. Then they cross over. When they cross over, they wander around the same mountain, Mount Seir, for, um, for 40 years. Um, God tells them to turn north. Moses passes away. When Moses passes away, God gives him 30 days to mourn. And then God says, listen, it's time for you to go and take and possess the land. So that's where you are in Joshua chapter number one. 
Now, uh, watch me. For most people, the only place your limitations exist are in your mind. Come on, Pastor said I preached about Joshua yesterday. Come on, Holy Ghost. Um, for most people, the only place, look at me, where the limitations are, are in your mind. Because, watch me, um, your mind will tell you you can't because of this. How many of you wave at me right now if you feel like there's some things limiting you or stopping you or blocking you from something you're trying to accomplish that you believe you're supposed to accomplish? I'm not talking about good ideas. I'm talking about God ideas. Wave at me right now. Be honest. Your own prayer with Bishop Foreman so you can keep it 100. You can be 100. Wave at me right now if you feel like there's some things blocking you. And then I want you to take the, this, the second step. Tell me what they are. Come on, put them in the chat because we're about to kill that tonight in prayer. We're about to kill that tonight in prayer. We're about to shut that up tonight in prayer. Do you hear me? Put it on the screen. All right, we're about to, whatever it is, we're about to shut down what it is. And I want to use some examples. What, whatever you're going to do, whatever you're going to put. The Bible says, you ready? As a man thinks, ooh, so is he. That is Proverbs 23 and 7. Now, um, for the sake of, of accuracy in, in the teaching, pay attention. Um, the, the, the scripture makes it very, very clear. This scripture really is dealing with relations and, and uh, you know friendships and things like that. It says you may have somebody that is around you, but they're not really for you. You may have someone that's around you, but their heart's not really with you. Um, and he says, as he thinks, so is he. So we're going to extract the principle from there. All right. Uh, as a man thinks, so is he. Pay attention. Which means you, you are as you think. So if you think you're limited, you're limited. If you think you are not limited, you are not limited. It's on you. Come on, y'all. All right. Let me take some of these. Somebody says, my age is a limitation. Thank you. Thank you, Angie. Angie says, my age is a limitation, right? I'm going to, I'm saying this, Angie, because God's about to break that barrier in your mind. You ready? All right. And keep typing it, y'all, because I'm going to come back and grab, I'm going to grab uh, a few more. Let me say your age is a barrier. Can I give you Bible? Number one, you're not too young. You're not too old. You're just right. Father, tonight in the name of Jesus, I rebuke age as a limitation. We are not too young. We are not too old. We are not too middle-aged. We are not too, we, no, no. Age, Father, your word makes it very clear that you will be the God, that you will be the God that will raise one up and put another down. You are the God that will cause one to succeed and cause another to fall. To fall. You are the God that is for our good. You are the God that favors us. So I rebuke our age as a limit. Come on, pray with me. I rebuke our age as a limitation. I pray, God, that there would be no regrets. Father Caleb, when he was 80 years old, when he was 80, he told them, he said, I made this declaration 40 plus years ago. He said, and I am just as strong today as I was then. Therefore, our confession, God, is that as we age, we improve. Our confession is that as we age, we look younger than we were uh, when we were younger. Our confession, God, is that we are stronger as we age. Our confession is that we just don't get old, but that we mature. Our confession is that we just don't get old, but that we mature. Right now, in the name of Jesus, Father, you raised up kings at the age of eight. 
and age of 12 and 16. Solomon at 18. Joseph, prime minister at 30. We are not too young. We are not too old. Therefore, age is not a limitation. In Jesus' name, I need you to release a praise on whatever platform you're on. Come on over here on the business woman IG. What up, sir? Come on, whatever platform you're on. I need you to put a praise on the screen. Type it in. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. Uh-uh. Your age is not a limit. It is only a limit. As a man thinks in his heart, heart in the scripture means mind, so is he. If you think you're limited, you're limited. If you think you're limited, you're limited. I said put a praise on the screen. If you think you're limited, you're limited. You may be young, but you're ready. You may be not as young as you used to be, but you're ready. You will not have regrets. You will not say, I'm too old now. I rebuke the 17 of you on here tonight where you said, I'm too old for that. If you're one of those 17, wave your hand right now because the Holy Ghost just came to shut down your limitation. There are 17 of you watching me on prayer now where you have literally said, I would, but I'm too old for that. Wave your hand on the screen right now. Wave your hand on the screen right now. And it wasn't a good thing. Like, I'm too old for that. I'm too mature for that. No, you were like, that day is past for me. It's too late for me. It is not. I see your hands. I see your hands. I see your hands. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mm -mm. You are not. You are not. I see you. I see you. Wait, put, you, put that hand on that screen. I see you. I see. No, you are not. The Bible says that he will renew your strength. He will renew your youth. He will renew your youth. He will renew your strength. He will renew your strength. He will renew your youth. That's Psalm 103 and 5. Come on. All right. Let's go back to these limitations real fast. Let me take two more. Let me go back and look at these comments. Let me go back and look at some of these. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, let me go back that far. All right. Um, put up. If I get you to do that again, type a few of those things where you said you feel like it's a limitation. It won't let me go back and see these comments. Um, if you, there were some things you put up where you thought there were limitations. I'm going to take two more. I'm going to take two more, and I'm going to show you. And then we're going to pray for, for every limitation, because the only place they exist is in our mind. The only place they exist is in our mind. Remember, Joshua, his name is changed. Moses, his man of God, changes his name. From God can save to God has saved, but he's the son of none, the son of limitations, the son of limitations. All right, here we go. Oh, this is a good one. I know about this one here. Living in Denver being a limitation. All right. Watch me. Sometimes God will place you. Look at me. Let me give you Bible for this. And then procrastin uh, procrastination uh, will be the last one that I do. And then we're going to cover them all. You ready? Everybody with me? Guys, if you haven't shared prayer, I need you to share. On Facebook, I need you to tag some people on prayer. I need you to share. I need, I need, you, to, I need you to do that. Bless you, Pastor. Bless you, Pastor uh, Walker. I need you to share. I need you to share if you haven't shared. All right, let me help you. Here we go, y'all. You ready? So when it comes to the city you live in, how many of you right now, the city you live in, the state you live in, um, the place you live, you feel like it's a limitation? Wave at me. Do the, Put the wave on the screen. Just be honest. It's okay. You're a bishop for me. You're in a safe place. You're in a 100% safe place. No judgment here. No condemnation here. All right, just wave at me. If you feel like where you're at is your limitation, I'm going to help you. Come on, city. I see you over here. I see you. I see you love and grace. I see you love everlasting. I see you. All right. I see you. I see you. All right. I see you. I see several hands for the city. All right. Look at me. Jesus is brought up in a place called Nazareth. Jesus is brought up 
in a place called Nazareth. And here's the thing. Nazareth means, watch me, a bowl in, in, in Greek, language of our New Testament, a bowl. In John chapter 1, verse 46, here's what they say. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Oh, my God. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Now, listen, let me tell you my story. I used to look at Denver. Um, you, you all, if you watch me for any amount of time, uh, you've heard me talk about the statistics of this region. 46 out of 50 for lowest church attendance in the nation. 4% uh, African-American, so there's not a lot of racial diversity. For some of you, it's not the city, but maybe it's it's um, it's your job. Maybe it's um, it's some location that you are in in life. It's some location that you're in in life. Um, and what happens is that sometimes um, you can feel like, oh, my God, Lord, like, get me out of here. And for years, I looked at Denver as a sentence. Let me be 100% honest with you. I looked at Denver as a sentence, and I used to say to God, God, when are you going to let me out for good behavior? You got to hear what I'm saying tonight. I was like, God, uh, you know, allow me to do something, you know, in, in an area where, watch me, where it won't be as difficult, where it won't be as hard. And for some of you, all, watch me, you literally like, God, watch me, here's the dangerous part. You can look at other people's stories and begin to compare your story to their story. Wave at me if you've done that. You can look at other people's lives and be like, well, look at what you're doing for them. Look at what you're doing for them. Look what you're doing for them. If I was there, then maybe it would be different for me. And can I say this to you? What you have to understand, what you have to understand, please listen to me. What you have to understand is that where Jesus was from Nazareth, the, the word on the street was, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Watch me. You ready for what's good? You. You are the game changer where you're at. Watch me. And let me say to you what the Lord said to me 15 years ago. He said, son, if you can do it there, you can do it anywhere. Can I speak to you tonight and tell you, if you can succeed where you have been succeeding, you can win anywhere. I need you, Rosheke Andra Bahaya, to open your mouth and say, I can win anywhere. I can win anywhere. Sometimes God has to do you like Joseph and let you be thrown in a pit. And you have to say to yourself, if I can win in the pit, baby, I can win in the palace. If I can win where the deck is stacked against me, I can win with even a half good hand. If I can take a B team and make them win like it's the Super Bowl, I can do it anywhere. I need you to open your mouth, please, and say, I can win anywhere. Look at me. The anointing is on you. It's on you. And sometimes to develop your skills, to develop your skills, to develop your talent, to develop your ability, to develop the anointing, to develop the grace, God will put you in a place where you feel like it's punishment. And he'll say, stay there. He'll put you in a place where it feels unfair. And he'll say, stay there. He'll put you in a place where it feels like you are being sentenced because you've done something wrong. And he will say, stay there because I will develop you. I will teach you. I will give you strength. I will show you how to win against the wind. Let's cover this in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, that it is not a limitation for our location. Woo! 
Our location is not a limitation. Our location is not a limitation. Please type that on the screen. My location is not a limitation. You have used it, God, to develop. You have used it to prepare. You have used it uh, to develop skills. You have used it. You developed Jesus in Nazareth. Nazareth means a bowl. A bowl means it's worse than a valley because a valley looks like it has an end. A valley has a beginning and an end. A bowl means there's no way out. Oh, my God. But we declare tonight that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, Psalm 20, Proverbs 23, 7, which means, God, we refuse to let our location be a limitation. And we declare, God, that even where we are, are we are at now, we will maximize it. Even what we are doing now, we will maximize it. Because when we can be faithful with our present location, you will then trust us with our next. When we are faithful, and are now, you will trust us with our next. And we declare, God, that you have trusted us with our now. Or we have been faithful with our now so we can be trusted with our next in Jesus' name. Come on. I need you to make that declaration. I'm faithful with my now. I'm faithful with my now. I'm handling my business with my now. I'm doing what I got to do with my now. I'm not complaining about my now. I'm not whining about my now. I'm not upset about my now. Because if I handle my now properly, come in, Joseph. Come in, Joseph. If you handle the pit properly, you're going to go to Potiphar's house. You handle Potiphar's house properly, you go to the prison. You handle the prison properly, you go to the palace. Come on. That's four different locations. If you can handle the pit, you are trusted with Potiphar's house. Watch these peas. If you are trusted in Potiphar's house, you go to the prison. And you can be trusted in the prison. You can be trusted with the palace. In Jesus' name. Oh, my God. Y'all ready? Do not be upset for your present location. Instead, here's what you're going to have to do. You have to pray the same prayer. I pray, Lord, show me how to magnify it. Or, or, or maximize it, excuse me. Show me how to maximize it. Show me how to maximize it. Show me how to maximize it. Can I give you another scripture for location? Because I please hear me. I understand that one. But God, watch me. Like Joseph, the Bible says that the Lord prospered him in the land of his affliction. Oh, my God. He prospered him in the land of his affliction. Let me give you that verse. Genesis 41, 52. Genesis 41, 52. He says, watch me. For some of you, your present, you don't like it because it feels like affliction. Wave at me. Wave at me. You're like, God, this feels like affliction. All, you ready? All my bad memories are here. Come on. All of my negative experiences are here. All of my betrayal is here. All of the folk who lied are here. Come on. Who am I talking to? All of my negative memories are here. But you're going to be like Joseph, where God says, you ain't going to go through all of that and not make it pay you. I pray. I pray, God, in Jesus' name, that our present location would have to give us prosperity. I pray that our present would have to prosper us. According to Genesis 41 and 52, I command our present locations to yield every dollar, every cent, every check, every business deal, every piece of property, every opportunity. I command our present in the name of Jesus to prosper us and to do it quickly. I command our present to prosper us and to do it quickly. I command our present to prosper us 
and to do it quickly. I command our present to prosperous and to do it quickly. We call upon Genesis 41 and 52. That's what I'm sowing right now on Genesis 41 and 52. You said that you prospered Joseph in the land of his affliction. I pray that our present would prosper us. We are not just going to simply get through it. Father, we are going to grow through it. We are not simply going to get to the end of it to go to our next. We're going to make it prosperous now. In Jesus' name, amen. Some of y'all need to so right now, 4152. 4152, right now. That's your verse tonight. That's your verse tonight. Genesis 4152. As soon as I get off prayer, because I can't send it through this thing here. As soon as I get off prayer, I'm sowing $41.52. Matter of fact, I'll probably do more. You do 4152, $415.20. Do something with that number, those numbers in it. Jesus. All right. It's not a limitation unless it's in your mind. That other limitation I want to use that somebody put on the screen. Remember, we're talking about Joshua. Joshua was the son of Nun. His name was changed to Joshua by who? Moses. By Moses. His name was Hoshea, which means God can't save. Moses changes his name to Joshua, which means God has saved. So we covered our words. But he's the son of limitations. And so then we look at the scripture that in Proverbs, it says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Which means the only place you're limited is in your mind. That's the only place that you're limited. So we talked about uh, age. We talked about location. Now, watch me. I want to talk about procrastination. And that's the perfect next one um, for us to cover in prayer. How many of you wave at me if you know you're a procrastinator? Wave at me. And if you're kind of a procrastinator, wave your hand. Listen, you can't get whole healing if you have lying. Come on. You cannot get whole healing if you have lying. I need you to, to just to just tell it, keep it a hundred and tell the truth. If you know you you procrastinate, come on, just tell the truth. Tell the truth. All right. Even if it's sometimes, that's still enough. That's like saying I only put a, a little bit of bleach in the in the load with my colored clothes. Well, a little bit of bleach is going to tear your colors up. Can I tell you what we're going to pray for? And um, earlier while I was in prayer about what we pray about, I don't just get on prayer and just start blah, 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 blah. I said, Lord, what do you want us to pray about? And he said, son, I want for you to pray. Um, he said, you all are going to have to be strong and courageous. He said, it's just that simple. He said, it's just that simple. He says, you are going to have to be strong and correct. He said, it's super simple. Now, watch what he doesn't say. Let me read you this verse. Um, let me give you this verse. Joshua chapter one. Listen to what he says to him in verse number three. Every place that the soul of, can I get you to put your initial on the screen? That the soul of your foot will tread upon, I have given you just as I promised to Moses. He says, so these, these are some things, what, what's, what you're about to get are some things that the generations before you did not get. Look at me. What you're about to get are some things that the generations before you did not get. Uh -uh, let's fix it. What you have gotten, past tense, come on, are some things that others have, have not received, have not gotten. Now, pay attention. Uh, the reason I had you put your in this is because every place, can somebody put BKF on the screen for me? Every place the soul of your foot, so we need to make this personal. Every place that the soul of Bishop Kevin Foreman's feet will trade, I have given you 
just as I promised Moses. There are certain things where God needs you to touch it so that you can claim it. He needs you to touch it. Thank you all. He needs you to touch it so that you have legal right to it. Why, do, why would I have a legal right to something I touch? Can I go deep in this teaching uh, 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 as we're praying tonight? The Bible makes it clear. The Bible makes it clear. Guys, if you just come in and you haven't shared, make sure you share. Make sure you share. When you share, people can say, um, every place the sole of your foot shall touch, I will give to you. Just as I promised Moses. Now, well, why is that significant? Because the blood, the blood of Jesus that was shed on Calvary is an instrument, right? Just type this one on the screen, of redemption. To redeem means to purchase or to buy. To purchase or to buy. So where did Jesus shed his blood? Seven different places. Now, really a little bit more. When he was circumcised as a child, they pierced his, uh, 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 put a crown of thorn uh, on his head, pierced his brow. All right. The blood fell down his face to cover his eyes, his nose, his ears, his mouth. Those are his your senses. Then watch me. They pierce him in the side and they pierce him in the side. The blood then covers internal for internal wounds that you would face uh, of emotional wounds. They pierce his hands. You ready? And they pierce his feet. In addition to the stripes on his back. Look at me. They pierce his what? His feet. Can I get you to type it on the screen? His feet. So why are there certain things you simply have to touch? I'm getting ready to explain to you as we cover this in prayer, when there are certain things you had to go and you may have thought, this is stupid. Why do I have to go here? I'm not doing anything. Why am I even here? Why am I doing this? Because there are certain things the Lord needed you to touch. Why? If the blood is an instrument of redemption, and watch me, and you and I are covered in his blood. And one of the places that his, uh, uh, he has shed his blood was his feet. That means every place I step, watch me, I can redeem. If you don't talk to me in these comments, every place I step on, I can redeem. Every place I touch, I can redeem. There are certain places in life you have gone. We're about to pray. There are certain places in life you have gone where you have like, why am I doing this? Why do I have to go here? Why am I sitting here? Why am I over here? This is a waste of my time. Look at me. You have not wasted your time. You needed to touch it. Why? So you could redeem it. You needed to put your foot on it. You're not saying nothing in these comments. So you can redeem There's a reason why you had to drive all the way out there and didn't do nothing. Because God says, I just need you to get out the car and walk on it. Watch me. I just needed you to walk into the house. I just needed you to walk onto the deal. I just needed you to. There's certain things you did that have not made sense. Father, in Jesus name, I pray that you would show us that we've not wasted one footstep, that we have not wasted one minute, that we have not wasted one uh, place that we've been. We've not wasted any time. We have not wasted any time. You needed us to touch it. You needed us to put our foot on it because it would give us the authority to redeem it. It would give us the authority to redeem it. So we thank you, God, for every place we've walked. We thank you for everything we've walked through. We thank you for everything we've had to touch. We thank you for even the dirty stuff we had to touch. We had to redeem it so we'd have authority over it. And we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Come on. Can I get you to say amen right there? You've not wasted a footstep. Well, shake, hey, I'm done by now, my shake. You've not wasted a footstep. 
Psalm 37, 23 said, God delights in the deep. He's into you like that. You have not wasted one step, not one. Come on, let's go. Oh my goodness, it's 752. Joshua 1, 4. We're dealing with this last thing of procrastination, right? And in prayer tonight, about what we would pray about, the Lord told me, I need you to pray to be strong and courageous. Because look at me, for some of you all, things have been good in your life, so you've not had to use your faith lately. Woo! Who am I talking to right there? Things have been good in your life. Things have been fine in your life, so you've not had to use your faith lately. Who am I talking to right there? The most you've had to use your faith for is, is somebody talking about you. But that ain't nothing major. Somebody don't like you. That's nothing major. For some of you, watch me. You have literally, things have been good for you. So you have not had to use your faith lately. Who am I talking to right there? Come on here, Nisha. Come on here, Jelona. Come on here. Come on here. I see. Come on here, Danielle. Come on here, Lena. Come on. Come on. Come on, Nina. Come on, Jabrina. You, you have not had to. Come on here, Chelsea. You've not had to use your faith because things have been fine. Oh, my God. You ready? Let's go. Listen, listen at this. He says, uh, verse five, no man should be able to stand against you before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, I will be with you. I'm not leaving you. I'm not forsaking you. Verse six. Here we go. Be strong. That's that's be strong. That means perpetually be strong. Perpetually be strong. Perpetually be strong. Be strong and courageous. Stop. Look at me. Look at me. Most of us, um, here's what we think that verse says based on how we live. Be strong and talented. Be strong and skilled. Be strong and anointed. You know what he said? Be strong and courageous. He says, "You listen, he says, you have to be make a choice to not be a punk. And you have to make a choice to be courageous. Um, some of you, let's cover this in prayer, and then we got then we gotta wrap up. We got a time. Some of you, here's the challenge. Here's here's our challenge: is that we will look at our talent, at our gift, at our skills, at our abilities. And we will look at that and say, God, based on these things, we think we should be there here. And God will then look back at you and say, I didn't say that that's all. I said, be courageous. I said, be courageous. I, that's all I said. He says, I just need you be strong. This is a choice, Joe or Josh. Excuse me. This is a choice, Josh. Be strong. And this is a choice. And I'm going to need you to do it. He didn't say be strong and talented. He didn't say be strong and anointed. That doesn't mean you don't need those things. But he said, Joshua, for what you're going to face, you need courage. You need courage to reach. You need courage to get up and go after it. You need courage to not settle. You need courage to not just get stuck in the cycle and the rut. You need courage to say no. You need courage to say yes. You need courage. So tonight, the last prayer we're going to be able to get in is we're going to pray that we are strong and courageous. For many of you, watch me, here's why you procrastinate. You don't have courage. For some, the reason you procrastinate is you don't have courage. 
For some, the reason you procrastinate is it's a prideful belief that you will always have more time. For some, it's a lack of courage. For some, it's pride. Whatever it is, this is what you must do. You must be strong and you must be courageous. Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name tonight, we do and we hear what you told Joshua thousands of years ago. You told him to be strong and courageous for you shall cause this people to inherit the land which I swore, swore to their fathers to give them. Then in verse seven, God, you repeat, you repeated it. You said, be strong and very courageous. Be strong and very courageous. I pray God that tonight and for the rest of this year, this is what we would be. We would be strong and courageous. We would be strong and very courageous. We would be strong and courageous. God, what does that mean? Strength. It means our ability to remain consistent. It means our ability to remain consistent. It is our ability to withstand great pressure and force. I pray that we would not punk out. I pray that we would not give out up under the pressure. I pray that we would not give out up under uh, uh, up under any of the challenges. And I pray, God, that we are courageous. Ooh. I pray that we are courageous. This means that we are not deterred because of danger. We are not deterred because of pain. That we would do it even if it's dangerous. That we would do it even if it's painful. That we would do it and we would be brave. That we would be strong and very courageous in Jesus' name. Come on, can I get you to end this prayer like that? I am strong and very courageous. Wow. Y'all, we're out of time. Here's what I want to do. If you've got a prayer request, drop it on the screen real fast. If you know someone that's not saved and needs to come back to the Lord, drop their initials on the screen. I want you to do both of these things simultaneously. You can chew gum and walk. Come on, we're going to do this together because we got two minutes before we got to wrap up. If you have a prayer request, drop it on the screen, number one. Number two, number two, number two, number two. If you, um, uh, if you know someone that's not saved and needs to come back to the Lord, I want you to drop their name or drop their initials on the screen. We're going to cover them in prayer. Father, I cover every single prayer request right now. And I pray, God, that every prayer request is turned into a praise report, God. I stand in agreement right now in the name of Jesus with every individual. And I decree and I declare, Father, that we would be those that would see your hand. We would be those that would see your power. We would be those that see you move on our behalf in the name of Jesus. And God, we are thankful that you would cause us to be strong and courageous. And we bless you for that now in the name of Jesus. And we honor you and we thank you for it. Father, we pray for those initials that we have on the screen of those that are unsaved, of those that have fallen away. And I pray right now, God, in Jesus' name, Father, that you would draw them unto yourself. Holy Ghost, we loose you to draw them unto yourself tonight. In the name of Jesus, we pray. We love you tonight, Lord, and we honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. I see some of you typing prayers for me. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tiana. Appreciate that. And if I miss you, um, I appreciate your prayer for me. Uh, last two things I want to do. And prayer bless you. I want to encourage you to sow. That's the seed tonight. 41:52, Genesis 41 and 52. When Joseph said that the Lord had prospered him and blessed him in the land of his affliction. He blessed him and he prospered him in the land of his affliction. That's the scripture. All right. So I want to encourage you. You can do anything of that. 415 and 
whatever, just make sure 4152. We have those numbers and what you sow. 4152, 4152. All right. How can you sow? You can use the Cash App, Dollar Sign Bishop Form with the number two at the end. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, in uh, uh, Given if you want to use cryptocurrency. All of that is available. All you have to do is come on, somebody say, I already sold that twice. Come on. Um, all you have to do, and I preach, Maria, as you have sown twice, I pray that you not that you see it twice. That you see even in the things that afflict you. I pray right now in Jesus' name that you would see two, 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 two witness. You would witness even in what afflicts you, you would see the blessing. I pray that even in your mind, I come against your overthinking. Oh my God. I come against you, uh, uh, you overanalyzing. And I pray that you would not turn inward and to where you cause anxiety to raise up. I pray that you would have anxiety free victory. I pray that you would have anxiety-free victory now in Jesus' name. Come on. Y'all going to start. Y'all going to make me start prophesying. Listen, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Um, if to, if this blessed you tonight, so 4152 is what you need to, uh, um, is, is so, I want everybody to sow that. All right. Something with those numbers in it. Let me also do this. If tonight, if tonight you are, uh, somebody said I have a, a procedure on the 18th, we pray that all goes well. All shall be well, Rita, in Jesus' name. Amen. If tonight you're not saved, you're not a Christian, you need to give your life to the Lord for the first time, this is your moment. Number two, my pleasure. If you need to recommit yourself to the Lord, this is your night. And third, like Bishop, I don't know where things stand, but I want to be sure tonight before I hop off a of prayer that that's you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Do that hand with the emoji or say it's me right now. Right now. Just respond right now. Come on, it's 802. We got to go. We're two minutes over. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Let's do that hand with the emoji or say it's me. Right now, wherever you're at, I'm gonna count you down. Five, waiting on you. Four, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. We just don't like to end prayer or anytime we're live without giving people an opportunity to come to the Lord. Three, waiting on you. Two, hey Alaska, good to see you, Alaska. One, listen, everybody pray this to me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my savior. Give me the grace to run this race in Jesus name. Amen. Listen, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, do this, text that phone decision. I see you, I see you. This is why I do the countdown because sometimes it takes people a minute to respond. I see you tonight. I have digital ambassadors on every platform watching for your responses. We got you, Shawana. We got you covered. You are in a safe place. You are in a safe place. Um, um, all you need to do is text the word decision to 877-552-4746. When you do that, we're going to shoot you a text right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. Guys, I'll see you tomorrow night, 9 o'clock Mountain, 11 o'clock Eastern for a preview of Wednesday night's message. It's going to be a twist. Uh, in the middle of this series, but it's going to be amazing. All right. Friday, I'll see you in Atlanta. Get registered. Text H-C-A-T-L to 877-552-4746 or go to our website. Register for that. Remember, it's not the launch of the church. It is just the very first. It's the very first interest service um, there in the area. So we're just doing what God said. That's what we're doing. I'm just obeying. I'm out here obeying God. That's all I'm doing. All right. Uh, I'm not doing that because I have nothing else to do. I'm doing that because I'm obeying the Lord. And so I'm excited for those of you that are, that are part of this journey with me. We out here trusting God all together. Amen. 
All right. And then, of course, Sunday, church, 915, 1115. We'll be back for that. Love you all. Shalom. Have an amazing night. Bye-bye, y'all. Make sure you sow. Love y'all. Make sure you sow. And invite some folks. And love you all. Make sure that you sow. Invite some folks. Shalom. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday ah feel the whoa with listerine at bj's you can save two dollars and fifty cents now on listerine products like total care anti-cavity fluoride fresh mint mouthwash or cool mint pocket packs fresh breath strips at your nearest bj's location experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with listerine discount available through december 24th save now only at bj's